Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on Article 2 of the Augsburg Confession. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me... Pastor Jason Goodham. Pastor Brian Rickey. All right. Welcome back. We're going to have another happy talk about sin today, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm almost quarantined, so yeah. we're recording this a <laughs> couple days before the, before the whole lockdown mm-hmm. takes place on uh, Friday night. And as our spouses are trapped with us for a couple weeks, then pray for them, know all about originals. Yeah. Pray for them, please. Yeah. Kyrie eleison. Oh <laughs> I know. And my wife is like, don't you need to go to the studio or something? No. <laughs> Can we practice social distancing for a while? Yeah. Just go out? Yes. <laughs> I, I will say, though, it's been really a great blessing for my family. I have really enjoyed mm-hmm. the extra family time. And, you know, I live a half hour away from the church that I serve. And so I end up. I end up staying in the cities more out of convenience rather than having to drive back and forth to try to save on gas a little bit. But I will I, I will say that one of the blessings that has come out of this is just the time I've been able to spend mm-hmm. with my family yeah, good. and my kids. I've really enjoyed that. Family vocation. Yeah. Off air, I played these guys yes. a, a rap song that my family wrote yeah. together, and I, I mixed it. It was kind of fun. It was kind of a joke. And I guess if you want it, you can email uh, Jason, and I'll, I'll send it to you if you want <laughs> we'll put you it, in touch if you just yes. Or find my son, Zachariah, on Facebook. He's been posting it like crazy. Yeah, good. (laughs) Great. Well, so let's jump back into it. We kind of laid down the theology of original sin and Mm -hmm. and especially that key term concupiscence, which we'll we'll round back to. But where we're going to start today is with the actual biblical Mm -hmm. doctrine of original sin. Yeah, you got to go right back to the beginning of Scripture to get (laughs) into it. There's hardly any other... Uh, doctrines that are more thoroughly presented and mm-hmm. presented as early in Scripture as the doctrine of sin and the doctrine mm-hmm. of originals, and you go yep. right from creation to sin. And, and I think it was Luther himself who taught that the original sin occurred on day seven. Hmm. Uh, I think I've seen yeah, that where uh, we, you had your six days and as God is resting, leisurely walking through the garden, that's Adam and Eve, the very first opportunity they had sinned. Now, of course, we can't say anything about it hmm. because we don't have that timeline available to us in scripture, but I think I've seen that and I think Luther was the source. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've never heard that before. There, there you go. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Or at least you might have learned something right. new every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, since we're talking about mm-hmm. original sin, what is it? What is original sin? Original sin is the sin that Adam committed in the garden. That is the original sin. And then that sin is what corrupts all of humanity from that point forward. It, mm-hmm. is, it is our inclination to yeah. sin. And, and one of the hardest topics for people to digest is they, they start entering into the orthodox Christian world, and that's little o orthodox, mm-hmm. is that... If for some reason, and these hypotheticals don't do us any good anyway, but if for some reason you could live a life without committing an actual sin, original sin in and of itself would be enough to damn you for eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's, one of, those, that for a yeah, that's yeah. one of those philosophical notions that, you know, you get your that's not fair cries and, mm-hmm. and, and we'll get to it very quickly. 
that everything in Scripture, all of the truth presented in Scripture is designed to prepare us for Christ in, in the same way original sin does that. It, mm-hmm. Original sin highlights the grace and mercy of God poured out on us freely in Christ Jesus. But we, to start with original sin, the first place we mm-hmm. start with is day six of creation. Mm-hmm. Man created in the image of God. And uh, that is where we see what is the, the flip side of original sin, original righteousness. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, Because yeah, right. <laughs> I, I can imagine where everyone's mind goes to, it's like, ooh, what does he mean by that? But Jason, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Original righteousness, created in the image of God. We were created to be holy, righteous, wise, good, uh, have complete and free use of our faculties in the service of God for his glory. Mm. Uh, so man, Genesis one twenty seven, created in the image of God. Brian? you were... So it has to deal with the, being an image bearer of God yep. and how Christ came to redeem that original righteousness through his life, death, and resurrection. Yeah, the, the, the story of original sin starts with the image of God. It's really interesting how that mm-hmm. works. And so man created in God's image. And then the next step is in Genesis chapter 2 where God gives the first law. Where, uh, you know, and, and I think this is where, especially where we see things going off the rails today and things like gospel reductionism and things mm-hmm. like that, where you have this notion that the law is bad and the gospel is good. The law as a, a concept and even as an order was given before the fall into sin. The law is not a consequence of sin. The law is the good and perfect will and word of God. So in Genesis 2, 15 through 17, God speaks to Adam, says of any tree of the garden, Mm -hmm. you may eat except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You may not eat from this tree because in eating from this tree, you will surely die. Uh, and one of the favorite, you know, the, my favorite things I've learned about that passage is is the Hebrew grammar hmm. of that. It's a double death that you are <laughs> delivered. It, the, the literal translation yeah. of the Hebrew says, dying, you shall die. Yeah, hmm. it, it's yeah. a very emphatic <laughs> Deader thing. than a doornail. Deader yeah. than a doornail. And, and really what you have here, and we'll get into it, is... It's it's the the double emphasis on death in the Hebrew language actually points us forward to what is a triple death hmm. is that you have that that eternal damnation that's in play mm-hmm. you have separation with God that's in play and then you have actual physical death that happens mm-hmm. on the breaking of that law and so Adam's given the law mm-hmm. and Genesis three and that's where Brian that's where the dun 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 yeah right comes yeah, into play. Yeah. Sorry, I went a little too fast. You were, it's yeah. okay. We're, we're, we're all... I was just, tracking with you, though. We're, mm-hmm. we're all tired from the virus. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> the, uh, when Adam and Eve break the law, we start to see the effects mm-hmm. of original sin. The first mm-hmm. effect is shame. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve try to cover yep. their, themselves. Then uh, you have blame. Yeah, right. Uh, and what's so interesting in this, Eve when she's confronted, blames the serpent. The devil made me do it. Yeah, and, right. And so often the teaching I've heard, and I've, I did this early on in my ministry, it looks like Adam blames Eve, but if you mm-hmm. really it's read the text God. closely, blames God. Adam blames God. Yeah, the woman you gave me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's really the heart of original sin right there because all sin is breaking of the first commandment yeah. because of original sin. And, and so our sin... Mm-hmm. Every time we sin is us pointing the finger at God and saying, no, God, you screwed up with this law. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and you we do that screwed to, it up. And we do that today. It was like when, when something bad happens to us, mm-hmm. it's like, well, where were you in that? You know? And I mean, all of these, these things that come upon us, this suffering, you know, like Peter reminds us, you know, don't be surprised when these things happen, when the fiery trial comes, like something mm-hmm. strange is happening because sin has brought these mm-hmm. things on. Wow. And uh, we should be, we, we need to remember that, especially in this time, mm-hmm. that we can try to blame God for some of this. But quite frankly, even the virus itself is a direct result of sin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We, you know, it's it, it's popular to tell to call people broken, and we are mm-hmm. broken, but it, it's usually a way to soften the the language of sin and death. But it is true that no matter what our, our perspective on sin is, we live in a broken world. Yeah. Terrible stuff happens because of sin in the world. You know, natural disasters, disease, wars, all of that is a byproduct of sin in us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in the garden, there was fear too, because yep. they mm-hmm. ran and they hid. Yep. You know? Yeah, right. Fear yep. and shame, I think, are synonymous. Yeah, in this, right. In this yeah, definitely. Yeah, one yep. leads to the other or yep. flows out of mm-hmm. the other for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and so we got shame and fear and blame, mm-hmm. and then we move to guilt and mm-hmm. Adam and Eve actually admitting that they broke yep. God's law. <laughs> yeah, and and right. that's a that's a big part of what sin looks like in our lives. And from there, then we have the curse. And yeah, it shows right. the cycle that we all go through really should on a daily basis, you know, because we're going to sin, you know. And um, there's that aspect of, of just embracing a life of confession and repentance toward a salvation without regret that is given to us within the mm-hmm. first three chapters of the Bible. Yeah, yeah right. It's, I mean, the... It, I think this is maybe why, as we'll, we'll chase this rabbit trail for a little bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> we never do that, right? <laughs> after after the large catechism, mm-hmm. I think probably the best thing Luther wrote was his Genesis commentary. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Genesis, his Genesis commentary, as far as I understand it, happened very late in his ministry, so he would be more mature in his thinking and more articulate. But if you read the first four, five uh, chapters of Luther's commentary on Genesis, it is solid gold. And mm-hmm. and part of that is, is because these chapters are so foundational mm-hmm. for the rest of the story of scripture. Yep. You, creation, fall, uh, the promise of the gospel, Genesis 3.15, which yep. we're kind of glossing over here right. because we'll get to that later. We're talking but, about original sin here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, <laughs> law, not gospel. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we'll get into it. It's the, the content, it, it, it is so jam packed that you can hardly do anything but go verse by verse and you find another nugget mm-hmm. uh, to mine. So yeah, yep. absolutely. And what's really in those pages, and I'm just going to say it, is vocation. Mm-hmm. There's a ton yeah. of vocation, vocation in the first four yep. chapters mm-hmm. uh, as he, you know, God gave Adam some things to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And and Adam was the worship leader of the family. Luther does mm-hmm. call the tree of the knowledge of good and evil the first altar that man worshiped at. Uh, and so, you mm-hmm. know, he Luther will write that Adam's failure was to preach the word of God to Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All of these yeah. things. Good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you go from the guilt, then you have the curse. You know, Eve and all women blessed with, are uh, not blessed, cursed, <laughs> cursed with pain and childbearing. Uh, man and wife cursed with strife and marriage. Adam is cursed uh, by the toil of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and right there, there's another vocational aspect, Brian, mm-hmm. is work went through went from something that was 
given by God in rewarding mm-hmm. to a matter of pain, toil, and suffering. And in and, and three verses, mm-hmm. that happens. <laughs> and we never experienced mm-hmm. that as pastors, right? No, oh, no. And, yeah, right. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I <laughs> love my job wholly. It is absolutely 100% Well, no, rewarding. I'm not saying I don't want <laughs> this message. I'm not to you, saying but. that. I'm just saying that there's some difficult times. Oh, my God. Sure, it is but. messy. It is messy. It is. And, and then the ultimate curse mm-hmm. is death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's where we get the Ash Wednesday imposition of acids pass. Mm-hmm. Ash's passage from dust you came into dust you shall return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the ultimate in everything that is the, represented in Genesis 3 is our broken fellowship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I imagine that apart from Christ's death on the cross, the most difficult thing that God has had to do yeah. was to send Adam and Eve out of the garden. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, but that separation tells us that something's wrong. Yep. And there, there is a. You see this all throughout Scripture, in that people would separate themselves, or we, they were asked to be separated from the church. And that separation is to remind us that something's wrong. And I know that I don't think the church really does a really great job at kind of describing that, but I think it's really an important part of mm-hmm. understanding uh, our need of Christ, number one, mm-hmm. uh, our need of God's grace, and our need of continual confession and repentance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and. Now, what's so interesting with our broken fellowship with God that even in the midst of that, you have your second gospel image in the passage as God sends Adam and Eve mm-hmm. out, two things happen. He clothes them, yeah. which is our picture of baptism mm-hmm. and being clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Yeah. And God prevents them from coming back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is where we start to lay out our doctrine of the word of God, that we cannot have law, bad, gospel, good, mm-hmm. because the law is good for us. As God establishes that angel in the Garden of Eden to prevent Adam and Eve from coming back, that is God's grace and his mercy, even in this punishment, mm-hmm. because we would be undone completely if Adam and Eve had eaten from the tree of life after mm-hmm. Sinning by eating mm-hmm. of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we would be yep. perpetually locked into that living mm-hmm. in sin. Mm-hmm. You know, there would be there is no reward in eating from the tree of life mm. if you're sinful. Mm. That's that's nothing but eternal punishment mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And so you see God's grace and His mercy, and, and so we've laid the doctrine of original sin and everything mm-hmm. that it looks like in Genesis yeah. three, and right. then it explodes right. forward from that. Yeah, because every other character in Scripture is just uh, not sinful, right? Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> just as everyone would. Yeah. Have, that, that's exactly what Hebrews eleven tells yes. us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but it's amazing that you know you you. you you know, it's it's a shame kids today don't know what Looney Tunes is. <laughs> because the old Looney Tunes cartoons of the 40s and 50s and 60s immediately have this image, as I, I think about the layout of scripture here, of mm-hmm. one of those those avalanches, you know, where you yep. see the, the the character tumbling down yep. and then he turns into a snowball yep. and he's just bulldozing everything. That mm-hmm. is what sin does in scripture from yeah. this point on. Yep. There's a quick summary. Genesis 4. Yep. Eve mistakes Cain for the savior. Uh, that's the, the the very first few verses is Eve bless, bless her heart. Yeah, bless her heart, Eve. But the the Luther again taught this that uh, when Eve says, "Behold, I have gotten a man from the Lord," mm-hmm. the, that's uh, a poor English translation of what the Hebrew says. Eve says, "Behold, I have gotten a man, the Lord," mm-hmm. and yeah. she thought it was yeah. Cain that was the fulfillment of Genesis three fifteen. Exactly, mm-hmm. she jumped to conclusions, but then Cain goes and murders mm-hmm. Abel. Mm-hmm. So that's Genesis four. 
Genesis 5, you have the pronouncement by Moses as he's inspired by the Holy Spirit to write this, that Adam fathers a son in his own image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a painful statement in yeah, scripture. Right Now, again, we take that to be God's grace and his mercy because Seth is born kind of in our mind to replace mm-hmm. Abel. Abel, yeah. Right? And in fact, to replace Cain, who's cast away from his family. But Genesis 1, man is created in the image of God. Genesis 5, four chapters later, man is created in the image of his sinful self. Mm -hmm, And and, And that's where we we see the the transmission of original sin from from one to another um, throughout all history um, from our parents. And and that's where the genealogies come in. Before the flood is Mm -hmm. Adam begat Seth and he died and mm-hmm. Seth begat this person and he died and you read through and the the the, the painful phrase mm-hmm. that we experience in those genealogies is and he died yeah and right. he died and he died mm-hmm. then genesis 6 who's andy andy died yeah poor <laughs> andy oh my god <laughs> Sorry to all the Andes in the world. You die a lot in scripture. <laughs> Andy died. <laughs> well, anyway, but it's also the promise of God's faithfulness and the promise that mm-hmm. one would come from the lineage of Adam mm-hmm. and Eve, yeah. and that faithfulness went down through sinful right. human yeah. beings, yep. but yet then obviously culminates in mm-hmm. a manger in Bethlehem. Right, and and the church needs to do a better job at emphasizing yeah. that every death of those in the Lord is the promise of resurrection. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because yep. God is not a God of the dead, but of the living. Mm-hmm. Bingo! There you mm-hmm. go. So that's just the two chapters mm-hmm. after, yeah, right. after the sin, and then we have the flood mm-hmm. and and God's bracketing. Yeah, you talk about the snowballing. Of, yeah, of <laughs> well, spread of oh, sin. Wait, I got to kill everyone. Yeah. And yeah. but the the verses that bracket the flood account are really instructive as to the to the depth of original sin. Genesis 6, 5, the intentions of man's heart are only evil continually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Genesis 8, 21, the intentions of man's heart are evil from his youth. I know. I remember, Nothing changes. I remember having a conversation uh, with a relative about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, I brought up Isaiah 64, 6. Yeah. And I go, you really want the graphic picture of what the Hebrew is really painting there? And mm-hmm. and I go, you know, because the person made the comment like, wow, you know, my good works go a long way toward your salvation. And I was like, well, what do you mean by, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and, you know, it was an interesting conversation. And again, it was kind of karmaic, if you want to think of it that way. And um, it was, yeah, it was just really an interesting conversation. And I go, I just want you to chew on that. I said, just remember that your best and most gracious, noblest, and selfless deed that you have ever done looks like this according to God's righteousness. Mm-hmm. All our righteous deeds are filthy rags. Yeah. Now, the again, the gloss and the way I use it is a less crass way is all our, fi- our righteous deeds are dirty diapers. Mm-hmm. But the, the literal translation of what that's referring to yeah. is a menstrual garment. Right? Yeah. And, and since it was a guy, I kind of went there because... Yeah. That freaks most men out, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, but it, it's interesting how Isaiah 64, 6, that verse you just referred to, Brian, is a summary of everything that happens in between. Right, yeah. right. You know, we, we the, the patriarchs, the fathers of the faith, these great heroes of the faith, all of their righteous deeds apart from faith are filthy rags. Yep. And that's why the clothing of Christ, you know, like you pointed to, like when God, you know, yep. clothed Adam and Eve, that if we're not clothed in Christ's righteousness, yep. we'll never 
be in a right relationship with the father and will never be able to remain in a right relationship mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the father. Yeah, it, it's, you know, you, Abraham, yep. Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, mm-hmm. Moses, Samuel, David, mm-hmm. all the way through, we get to Isaiah 64, 6, and it's just a summary. All mm-hmm. of our righteous deeds yep. are filthy rags. We can't right. look back and in, in, in the, the goal, the point of looking back on our, our mm-hmm. the, the fathers in the faith isn't to look back and see their good deeds. Mm-hmm. It's to look back and to see their, their forgiveness faith. of yep. sins and their faith, yep. right? Yep. Similar to what you were mentioning of Hebrews 11. Yep. Yeah, it's not that all these characters are are perfect. They're all forgiven and, yeah, and they're all living in, in faith. Yep. So with all we've talked about, how would you summarize a, a concise definition of original sin? Original sin as we define it really is the inner corruption that we mm-hmm. have that taints everything we do apart from Christ. Yeah. It, yep. We again we mentioned this last episode it's good to remember again our default position before God isn't neutral. No, mm-hmm. We're not. We're not yeah. a. We're not a blank slate. Yeah. It's. It's not. A, We've inherited a sin nature. Yep. It's yep. not fifty-fifty. Which way we're going to lean? Mm-hmm. We are born, and we continue to be bent mm-hmm. away from God and bent mm-hmm. towards sin apart from Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Ah, but. <laughs> in Christ, in Christ, mm-hmm. yeah. So good news is coming. Yeah. And, Gospel, and, and and you know, t- why do we care about doctrine like this? Why do we talk about original sin? It just makes people feel bad. You know, any any criticism you want to throw at, we care about this because without sin, mm-hmm. you can't have the gospel. Yeah, well, yes, right. because yep. without being willing to see the extent of how sin has infected mm-hmm. you, you'll never get a clear clearer picture of the extravagant nature of God's grace. Mm-hmm. So, yep. You yep. know, and so for so many people, the gospel stops at a second chance to get it right. Mm-hmm. It stops at giving us a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and when you realize that Ephesians 2.1 says we are dead in our trespasses and sins and mm-hmm. that because of the gospel and in the gospel, God has raised us to new life. Mm-hmm. Only then can you start to appreciate how comprehensive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love the word you use, Brian, how extravagant the gospel it is, is because mm-hmm. it is thorough and it is complete and it permeates every part of our being. And without the doctrine of original sin, you can't get there. Mm-hmm. No. And just, I always ask my congregation, you know, what can a dead person do to save themselves? And the answer is nothing. Not mm-hmm. All right. I would love to read Psalm 103. Uh, I think it's verses eight uh, through 13, because it reminds us of what's to come here. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. And here was where it gets good. Mm -hmm. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion on those who fear him. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion on Article 2 of the Augsburg Confession. God bless you and have a great week.